Good afternoon, I'm Rick Dancer. Um, welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. We do have a show coming up tonight at five o'clock, uh, but it's the Boy Scouts of America. And so I don't want to um, litter their show with uh, political stuff they're going to be talking about good things that scouts are doing and so we want to make sure that they get that um i am waiting here to see if this is going to notify and what it's going to do there we go we got some people going on that way facebook's doing some kind of weird things these days and uh it's you know what i think it's doing i think it's not notifying on my main rick dancer page let me know if you guys got notified on your on your uh mail that this was coming on. I would really like to know because I'm having some people say that they're not getting notified. And I don't know if that's because they want me to pay more money or if they um, are not pleased with my content <laughs> or both. Um, you got notified. Which page are you on, Nick? Are you on my Get Real page or are you on my personal page? Um, you did? Okay, good. Um, so anyway, um, I don't know if you guys saw the news. Uh, you got notified. You got notified. Okay, maybe it's just uh, people not not uh, using their computers the right way. Sorry, I can't stay for show at work, but I got notified that you went live. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, we normally don't do them at this time. We do them at five, but I just had some stuff I had to talk. I got to get this off my chest. Um, the governor denounced uh, somehow there's, I can't find it online, but I heard it on the radio this morning. Bill London on KPNW was talking and apparently the 15 counties that were bad and now under extreme risk are going to continue to be under extreme risk for another week um, and uh, to get added to the club. Uh, nobody wants to be in this club, but they got added. So I think it's Benton County and Douglas County got added to the list. And uh, what's really interesting about this whole thing is now people in, in Kate Brown's own party are starting to um, ask why, like what's going on? Um, Earl Blumenauer, uh, congressman from the Portland area, Democrat, very progressive liberal, um, has a statement out asking, uh, you know, questioning what's going on here, this up and down while the rest of the country is going the other direction. Oregon seems to be going backwards. Um, and if we're taking all these precautions, then why in the hell um, are we getting worse? So obviously what you're doing, Governor Brown, isn't working. So maybe it's time to uh, not dig your heels in and start uh, doing something different because people can't afford this any longer. Um, I saw Benton County bounced up to extreme. I almost cried. Yeah, Benton County and um, it's Douglas. I think the other one is Douglas. Um, and Douglas County folks are really obviously very concerned. Um, I know there's a lot of businesses that are not abiding by it. And uh, every time I mention that, people get all, not all people, but uh, the uh, folks who support the governor's actions um, get all whiny about that. Um, people can't, yeah, exactly, Danielle. Mentally, people can't afford this either. Um, it, it's not, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's obviously not working. And here's the big thing. Um, Sideline, whatever his name is, uh, her, her right-hand man the, uh, of the, or the Oregon Health um, Authority, um, yesterday, I think it was, was answering questions. And uh, he actually admitted that only like 3% of the cases are coming from restaurants. And most of the cases are coming from schools. So it's because we open schools, which is going to happen. Um, and, uh, and so you're punishing restaurants and gyms um, 
<laughs> for something that's not them. Um, and they know that. And then there's also a move. In fact, on Thursday at 11, we're going to do a special show um, with Stan Pulliam. Uh, he is uh, the Sandy mayor. I heard him on KPNW this morning. He's very articulate and he's running for governor. Um, <clears throat> not against Brown because she's done uh, in 22, uh, but he's running for governor. But he was also there's a lawsuit filed to try to push this to get those executive powers changed. Um, and then um, there was also, did you see where there is a House bill that Republicans tried to get pushed in to, to, uh, to look into the uh, executive powers that the governor has and it couldn't get off the floor? Uh, there's not enough votes to get it off the floor. So um, that didn't work. Today I have emergency inspection from Washington County Housing Authority. I was told that I had to wear a mask in my own home because they are enforcing what the brown stain on the state is doing. In your own home, you have to wear a mask. <laughs> we need to be able to live and let live. Wear a mask. And if you don't, then don't. Let people choose. <laughs> I agree. University of Oregon is 80%. Actually, I think University of Oregon, I'm not trying to, the last I heard it was like 73%. Um, no one is stopping them from gathering. I got notified, okay. They know that. So if they know what's really going on, then why do they continue to do this? I don't understand. I just don't understand how this is happening. Pat Allen is KB's right-hand man. Um, he's also trying to run for Sherwood School Board. And I don't think, Miles, I don't think it's Pat Allen. It's Dean Sidebender, <laughs> Sideliner. Um, I should know that, I guess, but I'm not a news guy anymore. The guy with the bow tie um, that always does the talking, he's the one who said yesterday uh, that it, it's, not, it's not the restaurants. So then why do you shut down the restaurants? Can anybody, can, can somebody enlighten me? And then I had some lady come on my page this morning and she said, why do you always have to stir up the shit? And I'm like, yeah, the only reason you don't like when I stir the shit is because it's your shit. And when I stir it, then you and everybody else knows that it stinks. What people don't like is all of a sudden people start talking. And then, and then I get people going, all the people on your page are this way and that way. It's like, no, you're just trying to label and discount people because we people tend to have a different idea. And there's a lot of Democrats on here that did not agree with Kate Brown. This is not, I mean, I'm a non-affiliated voter and I don't agree with her and I haven't. The stress is causing out of control. I've never, I, I heard Bill London this morning on KPNW and Rob asking the question, when do we hit critical mass? When do we hit, this is their question to each other. When do we hit a point where people just, they, they, they're just over it. And there is there, I think what their conclusion was is we are there. I think we're there. I talked to a woman in um, Richland, Oregon, which is over by halfway, uh, way over on the east, uh, northeast corner of Oregon and she has a restaurant, a little cafe and she's kept it closed, but she's probably going to open it because the people across the street are open and she has only outside dining, no place to really put a lot of tables. So there's this new loan that the governor keeps talking about this $20 million that's out there that's going to save the day. Well, this woman went online. It's right first thing in the morning. She had an employee come in to take her place because she only has a couple people working there. She has her come in. She does the paperwork and finds out she doesn't qualify. You know why? Because she did everything right. She, she didn't go into debt. 
So now she doesn't qualify for the governor's $20 million um, salvation package. And, and that's going to happen to a ton of people. Um, it's absolutely insane. I did get no, notified by a friend about it this morning. I am happy. At, I'm not, I'm happy at all. Just makes me even more. So Danielle, well, at least it drops some. Um, 100% question is why? And I think we have the right to ask those questions of our governor. I know there's people on here that she's doing what's best for Oregon. Well, obviously a lot of us don't think so. And so we do, as the citizens of this state, get to ask questions like that. And nobody gets to shut us up. And that's what this, this whole cancel culture, this whole, it's just bullying. It's people coming on and saying, and trying to bully you um, into shutting up. And we're not going to shut up. And there's no reason to shut up. This is a, a country where we're supposed to talk about ideas and what's going on. Um, and if we had been a lot longer ago asking more questions, we might not have got to this place. They want everyone vaccinated. Well, everyone's not going to get vaccinated. Um, you know, that's just, hello, that's not going to happen. And you notice it's not happening right now. Another question I heard asked that I thought was really interesting is um, a lot of that they're talking about the seniors that haven't got vaccinated. Um, and um, and a part of the reason that for the early days was because they were putting the teachers ahead of the line. Don't forget, Kate Brown said, revenge is a dish best served cold and slowly. I saw that, Justin. Um, scary stuff. You're not stirring the shit. You're putting a spotlight on it. Exactly. We're talking about it. See, and they don't want, when you have opposition, then, you know, th this is the problem in Oregon, I think, is because we have a super majority and I don't give a crap if it's an independent majority or a Republican majority or a Democrat majority, it should not happen. And that's because they drew the lines unfairly in Oregon when they district redistrict the state back in Bill Bradbury's day, um, redrew them unfairly, and now we have a super majority. So it's not fair. <laughs> and, you know, who wants to win unfair? You know what I mean? I don't get that. If you cheat and you win, that's how you get your way. Is that that important to you? Because if it is, we need to talk. I'm a shit stirrer. That's what Marlene says. Yep. I am a Dem, but Oregonian first. Joanna, I, Joanna, I am too. I'm a, I'm not a Dem. I'm a non-affiliated, but I'm an Oregonian and, and I love, I love my state. Um, but I sure don't care about living here much anymore because it's gotten so one-sided. I'd like to bring up the fact that through the last two shutdowns in extreme category, video poker places were shut down. However, now they are not. Is this due to the state losing money? Seems legit. Nick, I'm not positive, but I think they were open. Um, I, I, I kind of think that they were open last time, but yeah. And, and here's the, here's the big lie. Okay. This is what, to, so, so they opened the video poker, but under the video poker contracts, according to my friends who own bars, you have to be able to serve alcohol and food in order to have video poker. <laughs> so they're not even going by their own rules because they can't drink or eat inside and play the games, but they can play the game. So wouldn't the rules be if you can't, eat and drink inside and you're supposed to provide alcohol and food to the people playing the lottery that you shouldn't be able to do it. Uh-huh. So then what that does is it goes right back to Nick's point. I think it's just all about the money. It's about money. Yep. It's all about the money. Where are we there? I am there done. Um, Jackie, as you know, I'm in Arizona. We a hundred percent open wide, no mask. New Good God. New York, New York state's opening up. 
<laughs> and, and, and oh my God, I don't get it. They maintain on NPR today that they want to vaccinate kids by the summer, early fall to reopen schools fully. They can't legally force kids to have an experimental vaccine to go to school, or can they? Shouldn't be able to if it's an experimental vaccine. Of course, I did see where the FDA is talking about making it mandatory. I don't know. I, I heard, um, I think it was the vice president actually laughing and saying something about, well, now people understand after the pandemic, this is, this is my rendition of it, but after the pandemic, now people see the value of education. Um, because I think there were some negative attitudes toward public education. But I think what she's not taking into account is all the parents who've seen education and they're now putting their kids in private school or will continue to homeschool. Um, that's, it'll be interesting to see how this affects our public school system when this is all over. And my parents were both public school teachers. So was my grandma. So was my sister. And I, I supported it. Um, but I don't know what I do now. I plan on going to the restaurant at Richfield when I'm there at the end of the month. Okay, when you do, Gloria, go in and uh, um, give her a big hug. Give Sarah a big hug from Rick Dancer. She's the nicest lady. They used to run the Cornucopia Lodge at Cornucopia, the ghost town uh, out of halfway. And uh, we went there twice, once in the in the fall and we rode horses with them. There's ex exceptional backpackers. Um, and uh, then we went in the winter and spent it in the sun, in the snow. So, hey, Jim, this is not about COVID or health. It's about government control. I agree. It, it, I, I think it started off to be, maybe. They're going to support Scary Shimia, though. So we really have to support other candidates. Uh, yeah, Shimia is scary. That's why I think the recall things for Kate Brown aren't happening. I think you could get her recalled in a heartbeat right now if you did a recall. But the problem is, uh, Shamia, as I hear from folks, is equally, if not more, uh, scary than Kate. Um, you think Kate got an F in science? I don't think she even took it. <laughs> notified about what, Rick? Oh, Tony, it's, um, I'm having some people that are not getting notified about my lives when they come on. And so I'm trying to kind of check it out and scope it out and see what's happening. We're still, here's what scares um, the people who hate me, is we get like 200,000 views in 28 days um, on here. Um, and that's because there's a lot of you people who are looking for a different voice and the content, I think, I hope that we have, that is not rarely political on my page that I write is, but most of the stuff we have, like tonight, we have the Boy Scouts of America, uh, kids going to come on and talk about their programs and stuff. What does Kate get out of all this? She's gaining something and that's why she's doing it. I don't, I don't know either. Um, I have no idea. We need strength in minors. Do unique, strange regulations keep jobs alive? Chad, we do need to keep those jobs coming in. Oh, speaking of jobs, my client, Cobra Car Wash, Renee emailed me today. They really need somebody to work there. They're, they're so busy. Uh, they're doing really well. And you know, that's a story we're doing at the end of the month is uh, nobody can get anybody to work because they're getting paid unemployment and so much money on unemployment, nobody wants to go back to work or a lot of people don't want to go back to work. Um, wow, I wonder if the people in charge saw that coming. Hmm, if we pay people $600 more a week plus their unemployment um, and then we went, when we open things up, nobody will want to go back to work because they're making more money now than they've ever made in their life. Um, do, does anybody in government think past the moment? I mean, these are like <clears throat> ridiculous. They, they wouldn't think that's going to happen. Wallawa High School is shutting down 6 to 12 because of a, a breakout. Okay, but several siblings that are in the same household that are younger can still go to school. Same situation in Enterprise. Ginger, you're kidding. 
<laughs> oh, and and Wallowa County is open, <laughs> or or not an extreme. I think they're really low too. Um, well, in Baker, um, I, when I was talking to Sarah at in Richland, she said they only had like thirty thousand people in the whole county, and they're being treated like Portland. And there's only they're spread out. And and she says when they have COVID cases, they send them to Boise to the bigger hospital. So what 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 hospital beds are you saving there? And I talked to McKinsey Willamette, not the, the officials, because they won't tell you anything. I talked to somebody who works there and he did a little digging and they had I think the other day they had three, um, three people in there and uh, Peace Health had 15 or 16 um, in the hospital. It would be reasonable to have balanced approach. Same approach as 2020 is not balanced for 2021. Um, yeah. You know, here's my opinion. Like, well, you're here, so then you either get it or you don't. <laughs> my opinion is, Vice Governor, and I'm not, and I'm not running. Um, Vice Governor, you, you this comes along. Maybe you shut down real fast, and then you set up a committee. And you get not just medical experts, but you get the business community, you get restaurant association, you get hairdressers and, and tattoo artists and people like that. You go out and have conversations with these people that you're impacting their businesses, massage therapists, and you get together a bunch of people on Zoom and you sit down and you find out how is this going to affect you? What would it, what could we do? Because I remember when this first started, it was so freaking asinine. I'm going to the barber shop and the tattoo place. And they're dressed in like all the way down garb, you know, I mean, like and sealed with duct tape and all this stuff. What a bunch of horse shit. And then, you know, so, so there that's how it was for a couple of months. And then they realized, well, this is stupid and that didn't work. So they took that out. But why don't you talk to people and find out what they're really doing and what's already being happening? It's the same thing with like dentists. My dentist already cleaned and did all that kind of stuff. And, and then he goes on beyond what they said to do. But like, what are you checking with people to see what they do? Or are you just depending on your doctor board to figure out what you're going to do? Oh my God. I'm getting mad. There's Sarah. Hey honey. Hi Gloria. Thanks so much. I believe that will be open regardless of risk levels. At some point we have to take a stand. Sarah's going to open. I told my wife last night, Sarah, I said, no, she's going to open. You have to. I mean, how could you not? You, you can't, you can't survive like that. Um, strength in numbers, keep jobs alive. So I have a client. Um, well, it's Dr. Bratlin and we're working on a billboard right now. Um, I should, I guess I shouldn't tell you, but I will. So we're working on a billboard and it's going to be small businesses save lives. And that's the billboard we're putting up. <laughs> oh, I love this. I don't love this. I love being able to have a voice um, and give you a voice gag. She's not doing best for Oregon. No, this isn't what's best for Oregon. And the, the fear that they put instilled in people is still there, but I think a lot of us are just done. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not afraid of a virus that is that I have a 99.7% chance of recovering from. And then even long-term after effects are, you know, probably equal to what a virus, a vaccine might be. And we don't even know what that's going to be. That's hard for me to understand is the people. And it, it doesn't matter. I'm not anti anything. Um, I'm anti people not talking, but if you're so afraid of the side effects from COVID long-term, why aren't you equally afraid of the possible long-term side effects of a vaccine? I'm equally afraid of both, but 
but I'm looking at the numbers and going, okay, so 99.7% chance if I get it, I'll get over it. That makes, I, okay, with my cancer, I have a 30% chance it's coming back. So I'm okay with that number. But what? But, but the consistency of people is, drives me crazy. The inconsistency is if you have a 99.7% chance of getting out of this, and then I don't know what the percentage is of people who are having long-term after effects, but it can't be huge. So that's one side. Then you have a vaccine on this other side and you don't know the long-term effects of that because it's a test. Hmm. Just got to let that settle. Appreciate you. Thanks for supporting Oregonians. I am an Oregonian and I believe that anybody who chooses to live in Oregon is also an Oregonian. But I also believe when you come to a new state and you've already destroyed your own, don't come here and do that to ours. Come in, assimilate, um, see how people do things. That's one of the things Sarah said yesterday I thought was so powerful. It's like, you know, we are so easily go out to rural Oregon and tell them how to live. And we know nothing about them. I get people on here going, oh, well, they're a bunch of racist and they're a bunch of this. You haven't even been outside the city limits of Portland, Oregon, if that's what you think. You know, and until you open your mouth, go meet these people and go out there and, and, and sure as hell don't put regulations on people when you don't live there and you don't know shit about what they do. That drives me crazy. Oh, sometimes I get these things go through. God, there's a ton of people on here. Um, I think I lost. Wow. Okay, Chad, those who sacrifice liberty for security deserve neither. Um, I, I agree. You know, um, at some point, you know, we all have to talk. God, there's just so many, so many people on here. So I would like to know, I want to, I, I just can't keep up with you guys though. W what do we do? What What's the thing we do? Um, I'm going to have this, as I said, just so you guys have an interesting, um, oh, here's Brian. Brian's a former Portland weatherman. The interesting thing just happened in Montana. The governor signed a law ending the extra federal dollars for unemployment. Oh no, really? That's great. And instead is offering the workers an extra 1200 after they go get a job and stay there for four weeks. Okay. Did you guys hear that? That's the governor of Montana. That's where my kid lives. Now also Montana is open and the bar stools are back at the Murray in Livingston, Montana, and the plexiglass is gone. Um, so I want everybody to read that again. So the governor signed a law in Montana ending the extra federal dollars for unemployment and instead is offering workers an extra 1200 after they go get a job and stay there for four weeks. God, Brian, thank you. That's now see, that's a good governor encouraging people to go back to work and do something. God, how do I, Brian, so would you send me something on that in my email, rick at rickdancer.com? Cause I'm doing a show for priority heating and air conditioning uh, towards the end of the month. We're going to talk about this problem. Cause that's another huge, huge, huge issue in Oregon is most businesses can't get people to come to work because their, their unemployment is so good. They're paying them so much. And, and I don't, well, I don't blame them except for the fact that you know, I mean, where's your, um, you can't suck off the system for the rest of your life. 
are they all actually COVID? There's a good question, Lori. <clears throat> and oh, here's the other thing. There's this groups are trying to go after them. Part of this lawsuit is to make OHA show where they're getting these numbers. What's the, where are you getting the figures? I heard that on Bill, uh, Bill London's show this morning. It's, they don't know where these numbers come. They're not showing them to people. What, what, how do you get that 319? How do you get those numbers? And they're not being forthcoming. Journalists, um, I guess have petitioned and, and they can't get OHA to, to say anything. So that is a huge problem. You love the billboard? <clears throat> I do too. Um, we have another one we're working on. Uh, that's going to be back the blue and he and I are going to be in that one. And then we want to put one up for uh, Betsy Johnson, Senator Betsy Johnson for governor 2022. <laughs> but I don't know if we're going to get her to let us do that. Uh, we'll see. <clears throat> Hold on. I'm trying to get through these, you guys. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's exactly. Um, you and and my Dr. Bratlin came up with that. I think he's a smart guy. He's my friend too. I love him. Um, he's a smart dude. Um, Cindy, what is this that you put up? Oops, I got a phone call, but I'm not taking it because it has no idea. It's probably someone hating me. I love that for a sign. <clears throat> I hope I get to see it. Um, Sarah, you don't. You know they don't care about health because they do nothing to provide treatments. <clears throat> like ivermectin. Yeah, actually, Sarah, I've read all about those too. But here's the other thing, um, Sarah, that I find really interesting. If they really cared about health, wouldn't part of their message be as a way to um, prevent COVID, not only masks or washing your hands or social distancing, but vitamin D, getting 20 minutes of sunshine or supplementing or both, um, zinc, magnesium, all have been proven to boost your immune system and then working out and losing weight because a huge, excuse my term, but a huge percentage of people that are dying from this are obese. Um, and when you're obese, the vitamin D doesn't go into your bloodstream where you need it. It goes into your fat. So um, perhaps people need to do a little more research. Lost a friend last Thursday to COVID. Jim, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> had the J and J don't do it. Not felt good since weird rash, severe inflammation had to go to ER yesterday because of it. <clears throat> okay. Um, God, you guys are crazy. Um, we need an unmasked billboard, Oregon, unmasked Oregon billboard. <clears throat> I think you just have to be more subtle. Honestly, this is terrible. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Stress is terrible for the immune function. Um, uh, morning, morning Thunder Cafe in McMinnville is begging for employees. Tamara, so many people are, so many restaurants are. Um, and, and when we do this show, we're going to put out information so people can get jobs. So again, if you guys, if, if you somebody, if you have a kid, or a young person in your life, you know, um, who's looking for a job. And I'll tell you what, Jim, the guy who owns Cobra Group Car Wash is the best guy. He's my, he's one of my just all time great clients. Um, he'll let me do anything. Um, but he has a real strong workplace, but they're looking for somebody right now. Um, can we have a free Oregon billboard? 
any word on OSHA making the masks and garbage payment permanent? Um, I that was supposed to be decided soon, but I wonder if they're not holding off because people are. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> here's the thing: people are turning on her now, um, even her own party. Um, as I said earlier, Earl Blumenauer, um, a representative from the Portland area, a federal representative, a U.S. representative, is questioning why we're still doing this when other parts of the country are opening up. <clears throat> so um, the noises, the chatter is starting. So if people want to blame me, uh, um, you know, you're full of shit because it's not me. This is Oregon and people are done. I love your shows. You are woke and I love it. I wish more people would wake up and shut up, shut off the news. Yeah, people need to shut off the news. So here's a really stupid thing because I don't look it up. I don't pay attention that much. I don't even know what woke is. <laughs> if I'm woke, I don't know. I know I hear the term, but nobody's. it's kind of like white privilege. I haven't had a very good definition yet, so I don't know quite what it is. Um. I feel like the head games. Oh, here's a good one, Chad. This is a great echo. What about parents who can't work because their children aren't in school? Good point. Super good point. So get those kids back in school. Um, get them off unemployment. Uh, Eugene is looking for employees. Battery pros in Eugene. Okay, they're also looking for, do you guys know anyone? So here we've had some businesses up in McMinnville. We've got uh, Coburg Road Car Wash. Lots of restaurants I know. Uh, of course, now they're going to be putting them off because of um, Her Highness. Um, the temporary rules expire today, but I think she already re-signed those. I saw it up here. I'm sorry. I just moved too fast through your thing. There's just so many comments on here. Um, but I think she re-signed that the other day, extending her order to June the 28th is what I'm pretty sure I read. <clears throat> um you guys, I love how involved you are. Um, seriously, the other day I did, I looked on my pay, I wasn't sure what was going on. And we were getting, we're getting over 200,000 views in a month. And that's even with Facebook holding back some of my stuff because they don't like some of my content. Um, Cause you guys do your job and you're sharing it. And when you share it, it goes out there and it makes some people really, really mad. Oh, What's the difference between independent and unaffiliated status? Oh, Carol, you were, I love talking about this. I ran for secretary of state in 2008. So there's a lot of shit I know a lot about. <laughs> Anything has to do with elections and stuff. I, I had to kind of learn it. So here's the difference. So there is an independent party in Oregon and it's a party just like the others. Um, they do the same things the others do. In fact, I left the independent party when they supported a congressman from a certain area here in Oregon, who is one of the most partisan Democrats I've ever met in my life. Not a bad guy, but super partisan. And the independent party endorsed him. And I went, uh, -uh I'm not going to play the game. If you're going to endorse partisanship, I'm not doing this. So an independent person, you have to sign up to join the independent party. There's a ton. One of the most growing segments of the Oregon voter population is the unaffiliated status. Those are people who say, I don't want to be any party. So you're not, you truly are independent. You are not part of any party, but you're not an independent party member. So there's the Republican party, the Democrat party, and then there's the independent party. Then there's the family party, the green party, the workers party, and there's a bunch of different parties, but the independent party is probably the second or the fourth. Right now, 
unaffiliated voters are growing in Oregon. And one of these days we're going to surpass the Democrats and the Republicans and the independents. And then they're going to have to answer to us where we say, uh, uh, you're not going to, you don't get to play your game anymore. Here's the other thing that you should understand as a non-affiliated voter, um, or an independent voter, um, Oregon has what's called a closed primary. So when we have a primary, uh, the Democrats and Republicans are the only people that can participate in that unless they allow the rest of us to participate. Now, here's the funny little detail they don't like to talk about. You and I as non-affiliated voters pay for that primary that we can't participate in except for things like judges and stuff like that. So we don't get to play in the part in the, in the, in the primary and we have to pay for it. And I think that's called taxation without representation. Um, the other thing you should understand, and this is even more irritating, is you know, when they send out those little um, party uh, precinct elections, so they're voting for their, you know, the Republicans vote for their little leadership and stuff, and the Democrats vote their little leadership. You and I as non-affiliated voters, we pay for that too. So I say, let them pay for it themselves and do it in-house however they want to do it. But why in the hell are Oregon voters paying for you to do your party business when we're not part of your party? So I would, I would like my tax dollars to go to the homeless, not to the Democrats and Republicans so they can vote in their friends to be in charge of stuff. It's ridiculous. What's the process to open the primary? We, it's, you, you voted in. But every time, and I didn't mean that to be snarly, Matt, I wasn't. But every time we do that, um, Oregon voters turn it down because the unions and the big businesses, the parties, they don't want that. They love having it the way it is. So they, they put out their propaganda and people go, oh, my God, it'll be unfair. People will do this and that and this and that. And it's horseshit. I think I, what I think we should do, just do away with the primary. Then we don't have to listen to all their spiels and their speeches and their lies and blah, 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 blah. So just do away with the primary. You have a general election. Um, let them start campaigning in May or whatever, and then they can do their things, but they don't have to pollute our airwaves um, with all the lies and great stuff. Um, you know, your lunch break's over. Well, I'm glad we had lunch together today, uh, Lisa. <laughs> Okay, I should probably wrap this up anyway. Um, you guys, so again, we have a show tonight, five o'clock, uh, Boy Scouts of America, going to talk to a bunch of kids, so we'll get a fresh perspective on some really fun, fun stuff. Um, also, Cobra Grove Car Wash looking for work, um, people in McMinnville restaurant in there looking for work, local companies looking for people to work. Um, I love how you guys are involved. Don't let people tell you to shut up. Um, it's none of their business. If they don't like it, it's probably because you scare them. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if the Oregon health, that's a good point. That's a great thing to know. Uh, are they hired or appointed? Are they all medical professional scientists? Well, what I heard from Betsy Johnson, and I don't know this to be true, but um, that the guy who's deciding a lot of this stuff is a former pediatrician. Um, so I don't know if that matters to you, but I've talked to some um, experts in immunity and that kind of thing. And they disagree with us and what we're doing. Um, and Jackie says, I love your honesty. You know what, Jackie, after working in news for so long and after sitting here for the last year and two months or whatever it is and watching all the shit on here, my wife and I just said, we're done. 
Um, I'm going to tell things like I like I see them as I see them. Um, yeah, there's people out there that are just make fun of me and hate me and are saying nasty, nasty things about me. Um, but that's what happens. I, I lived through it um, when I ran for public office. Um, this is probably even worse than that. Uh, but it's funny. You know, I think when you know what you know, you know what you're doing is real. And, and you, you, you know, you, you believe what you're doing. And then it makes it easy. So when people start barking at me and it always is something that, you know, it's something that because that they disagree with and that's fine. I think we get, I, I don't mind people disagreeing with me. My wife disagrees with me. Um, what I do mind is when people take it person, make it personal, you know, um, woke means aware of the truth on current issues. Woke means being aware of the truth on current issues. I guess I'm not woke. <laughs> I didn't even know what woke was. <laughs> I know current issues, but I also don't, I don't watch the news. So that's funny. I guess I'm not woke. Uh, oh, but you look great, big daddy. Oh, but you know what, Mark, they make fun of that too. Eugene Weekly always has to put something in about everybody commenting about my hair. But every time Eugene Weekly says something negative about me, I pick up 500 new viewers. So I got to thank him. <laughs> They're just building my audience, um, which makes my clients happy, you know. Who's truth exactly? Um, truth sets you free. Lies you get caught up in. I think we're watching that happen right now. Um, I think somebody is getting caught up in her game. And a part of the reason people are backlashing on that we're supporting her, I think, is because maybe they're embarrassed. I don't know. No reason to be embarrassed. People trick people all the time. I think we all got tricked in this somehow a little bit um, in the early stages. But don't make fun of people when they have different ideas than you because uh, look at history. You know, that's how things are discovered. Is your friend, that's Betsy. Um, I don't know. Tell the haters to go work on their hair. You know what's depressing? I had a haircut today and Mario and I got it all screwed up. So I'm going to go over there tonight and hopefully get my haircut, but I couldn't get my haircut today. That's a sad day when Rick Dancer can't get his hair cut. Now, all they'll do is pay attention to that and put, put it on. <laughs> all right. So you guys share this on your page because Facebook's being a shithead. And let me know. Um, and then tune in at five uh, for the Boy Scouts. It'll be something completely positive. We weren't going to have any Kate Brown mentions. Um, and no woke. Nothing woke is going to be there. No cancel culture. Um, any just 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 people looking at kids and, and being inspired by uh, who they are and what they do. May the fourth be with you, Royce says. <laughs> oh, you're awesome. All right, you guys. Hey, thanks a lot. Um, I will see you guys later. I'll see you tonight at five. All right. Have a good day.